It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Self-doubt, the insidious and annoying emotion that comes to all of us, getting us to wonder and question about our decision making, our intelligence, our abilities, even our value and worth. Do you ever self-doubt? Well, we're going to talk about that today on The Brave Hearted Woman. Hey, this is Dawn Damon, The Brave Heart Mentor, and you're listening to my podcast, The Brave Hearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So if you haven't done so, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. All right, you ready to get your brave on? Let's do this. Thanks for stopping by. I am so glad you're joining me today. I know there's a lot of podcasts for you to listen to and episodes that you can enjoy, but today is really going to be beneficial for you. We're going to talk about self-doubt, and I am sure, I'm not doubting, I am quite sure that each and every one of us do struggle at times with wondering about our adequacy. We do, we struggle, we wonder if our decision-making process is powerful enough or we're doing the right things. We wonder if we're going down the right path or do you ever wonder, do I have enough intelligence, enough strength, enough ability to be doing what I'm doing? Or sometimes deeper than that, we wonder about our value, our worth, our worthiness. We wonder if we're loved. How many times a day are we tempted to self-doubt? Many. And sometimes doubt will come minute by minute. That rush of uncertainty, that can sweep over us. And you know, it leaves us to wonder, again, if we're pursuing the right goals or if we're in the right relationships. Now, we can't be double-minded. That's a real snare and a trap. We'll talk more about that. But doubting on a minute-to-minute basis, something else is going on. We have to silence the voice of the inner critic, silence the voice even of the tempter, the enemy, and take a faith stance, which I know can be difficult at times, but we have to say, I will not doubt in this season of darkness what I know God gave me in the light. I will not doubt in this season of impoverished resources, perhaps, or the lack of opportunity coming to me. I'm going to take a stand and I'm going to persist and I'm not going to give up and quit. So when our doubts rise, our faith 
has to rise up higher, being brave, our courage to stand and say, no, I will not get discouraged. Because you know, that's the purpose of doubt, right? To discourage you, get you to the place where you want to quit. So uncertainty is an emotion and it comes to all of us. And more than that, though, sometimes doubt is a fiery dart that's launched towards your heart by evil because you're actually on the right track. You're actually more than enough. You are capable. You're making impact. And the last thing that the enemy wants is for us to become confident, brave-hearted women. So, I want to assure you today of your identity. I want to assure you today of your calling. I want you to rise up in your God-given purpose. I want you to emerge as one mighty woman with passion. I want you to advance in all of the dreams and the goals and the things that are in your heart, your gifts, your abilities, your anointing. So when doubt begins to assail your mind, recognize that the inner critic, resistance, all of the darkness coming against you, it's a strategy to shut you up and back you down. And it's a clue that you have stepped in to your promises. And soon you're discovering more and more how powerful you are, your identity, and what you're meant to do on this earth. You're going to shine, my sister, So I am going to encourage you. Let's think about five things that you should do when self-doubt begins to rise up. Because when those feelings come, you're in a difficult trial, you're getting tired, you're not rested, you hit a wall of discouragement, you might be tempted to think, I'm not good enough, I failed, I don't have what it takes, I'm not educated enough. Um, Maybe somebody spoke negatively about you or a promotion that you were hoping for. It went to someone else or maybe a boss just keeps a lid on you. You feel stifled in your giftings or there's been no outlet, no opportunity. Someone else is chosen over you. Maybe you've been left. Maybe you know you're going through a painful divorce or a season in your life that rejection has just ravaged you like a mad dog and you feel so kicked to the curb. I've been there. I've been on that curb. I know that curb. I also know how to get up off of that curb and say, no, if you don't have the good sense to stay with me, then guess what? You don't deserve me. If you can't discern, if you can't discern my value and my worth, then no. But didn't I didn't get there overnight, y'all. But I want to give you five things to do. The first thing is, uh, instead of believing your doubt, number one, doubt your doubt. Ask yourself when that thought comes, is this really true? I want you to pause, ponder, and pick. Those are my three words. It's probably my, how do they say, intellectual property. But I want you to pause and ponder. Ask yourself, is this really true? Without imposing judgment, I want you to suspend that. Don't make an interpretation yet. Just consider another possibility. When doubts arise, thoughts about your lack, your not-enoughness, I want you to pause. And then I want you to ponder the validity of that thought. And then I want you to pick what mindset you're going to have. Are you going to believe that? Are you going to bite that apple? Are you going to say, no, not today? 
No, I know I know who I am. I know my identity is enough. And where I lack, I can grow. I know God will supply. I know that I am a brave-hearted woman and I bring value to this world. Number two, you need to examine your self-talk. Are you sure that you are filling your mind with positive, affirming words and labels? Have you slipped up? Have you been criticizing yourself somewhere along the line? Did you start to say something that was not nourishing for your soul? Because oftentimes that inner critic, well, it just recites back to us the script that we gave it to begin with. So make sure that you're filling your mind and that you're speaking over yourself with positivity, with grace, beautiful language, giving yourself that self-compassion, not being hard on yourself. I am going to encourage you once again to really be a student of your own words over yourself and examine that self-talk. And number three, when you start to doubt, remind yourself of all your past victories. We see that the heroes of the past and heroines of the past, they did this a lot. They reminded themselves of their victories, the things that went well, the things that God allowed them to do that were powerful. And I want you to remember of all the amazing things. Now, often, most often, our brain wants to take us back to all the tragedy, all the defeat, all the failure, all the shame, the times that we blew it and we weren't enough and we failed and we fell and we messed up. Ah, stop the noise. We're not listening to that. We are focusing and write it down if you have to. In fact, really good idea to write it down. But just remember that you have been used in incredible ways. You have done things that no one else could do. You have done things that even if others do something similar, it doesn't matter. It's not you. It's not your uniqueness, your spin, your anointing, your touch, your finesse. So remind yourself. I've done some amazing things and I'm not done yet. I've learned a lot of things that didn't work. That's all right. But I've done a lot of great things and I will continue to do great things. I will have a breakthrough. I will be on the radar. I'll get on that map. I'll do exactly what's in my heart to do if I don't quit. So you just need to give yourself a pep talk, don't you? And remind yourself and cheer yourself up. Cheer yourself up and cheer yourself on of all the things that you've done before that have worked and have turned out really, really well. Remember number four, hey, don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself to somebody else because newsflash, somebody's doing it better. Yep, somebody's got all the bells and whistles and they can sing better and write better and they look better and they're thinner and stronger and they're taller and they're shorter and they're smarter and they're richer and there's always somebody out there doing something better and at least they want to purport that they are or give the impression that they are so you're authentic you're embracing who you are you are in circling all of who God created you to be you're taking what serves you well you're letting go of the past and what doesn't serve you well. You're moving forward. You're running your race. Your eye is on your prize. And it's not the world's prize. It's your prize. It's what makes sense for you, to you, for you and for your family, for your children if you have them. But you're not worried about what somebody else is doing and what somebody else is getting. So don't compare. 
You haven't been called to the same race. You don't even have the same blueprint, the same agenda. You do you. So I said to somebody the other day because they were, it's really good to have role models. I I really believe that you can look and see qualities that you admire in someone and you can actually decide to adapt and take them and adopt them. But you don't want to be a copy of someone else. What's really impressive and really awesome to sit under is when someone is so quirky and uniquely them and who they are in such a way that they're an expert at being them, they're really talented at being them, and they're really confident in their skin, and you get to sit under them or watch them, whether it's a performer or a speaker or a singer or whatever it is, and it's so enjoyable. Someone in the business trades I was talking to, and then then you see someone who's trying just to be the best version of someone else. They're trying to copy them and emulate them. Again, not a bad thing to do, but you have to adapt it to be authentic to you. So how would you do that? Because what's really distasteful is when someone's trying to be like someone else. We see this with children. Have you ever noticed that when the second child is born or the third child, that the older kids will start to regress just a little bit? They'll start to do some baby talk because we're all laughing at the baby and it's so adorable, right? It's so cute. And we're laughing and we're smiling and the older kids go, hey, wait a minute. I was always in the limelight and now I'm not. I'm not liking this. So let me talk like a baby. And we all look at that child and we roll our eyes and we're like, no, you're not a baby. Don't talk like a baby. Don't drink out of the sippy cup. Put down the pacifier because it's not who they are. Well, we dress it up as adults. We do it differently, but it's the same thing. Let go of the pacifier. That's not who you are. Be you. Be the baddest, best, amazing version of you. So don't compare yourself. And finally, I'd like to say journal. The fifth thing that you need to do, and there are other things, but I'd like you to grab your journal And I'd like you to just do some writing and see if you can open up some deeper thoughts. Where is the doubt coming from? Is there a lie that's been festering since you were small? Is there something someone spoke over you? Are you about to break a barrier like a glass ceiling? And in order to break that glass ceiling, you're going to have to come face to face with your fears. You're going to have to come face to face with some labels and you have a choice right now, you can break through and go into the unknown or you can sabotage where you're going and believe these doubts and start to back up. So I'd like you to get your journal out and start asking some really important questions. Why am I feeling this? And what is it speaking to me about? And why am I doubting? And how do I overcome this doubt? What would be a really good way Do I need to spend some time with supportive people? Do I need to get some counseling or some coaching around this idea? Do I find that whenever I get to this place in life, this level of success, that I begin to back off? Maybe I am not facing a fear. Maybe I am afraid of achievement. Maybe I I don't know if I'm good enough. And so before I even get there, I start to mess up unintentionally 
unconsciously, there's a rhythm in my unconscious that I don't even have access to. I don't even realize why, why I'm doing it. But you'll never know if you don't stop and try to analyze maybe what you're thinking or what you're feeling. So those five things, that will help you overcome self-doubt. And again, doubt your doubts. Don't give it much time. Keep sailing forward. Keep moving forward. Don't stop too long because in that area of getting stalled, stuck, paralyzed, that is fodder for more self-doubt, more feelings of inadequacy, and fear to begin to creep in. So you shake that off today, you stand up, you're a brave-hearted woman, and you go after it because you got this, all right? Now, if you need help, I am here. I want to coach you. This is what I do for a living. I'm happy to get you in my program. We walk through all of these things. We walk through how to overcome doubt, how to build confidence, how to face your fears. We talk about the mindset that you need to be a winner. We talk about the right words and how to make affirmations work for you. I give you the 606 Rise, which is a morning routine that will set you up for success. All this is available to you. Go to braveheartedwoman.com and there you can find all the things and the resources that I have. Let me hear from you. I am happy to walk with you. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope you find value in this. Once again, could you please do me a favor? Rate me, review me, follow me. That way you don't ever miss any episodes and it lets the world know that, you know, you think this is kind of a cool podcast to be listening to. Share it on your Facebook. Share it with a friend. Tell other people about it. I would love that, and it would help me so very much. So this is Don Damon, your Braveheart mentor, saying, as always, it's time for you. Find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.